Are you a fan of horror movies? Necronomicon Ex Mortis. The Book of the Dead. We're all cult classics. Your move, creep. If you are, you'll love shocking things. Please search for us on all the major podcasting platforms. To see our social media and a direct link to our podcast, just go to anchor.fm slash shocking things. everybody this is the pwz podcast with the professor rick del santo and joining me as always on this great i should say monday showtime marcel williams how are you sir going on my man good morning to everybody we here we doing it again we gotta talk about the week of wrestling and independent wrestling if you want it doesn't matter the form you know what it is yeah, we've got some notes here. Uh, I just want to say, uh, top of the um, <clears throat> show, just want to mention out that uh, Josh Woods, I just read, I have not uh, turned on the Ring of Honor pay-per-view uh, this evening, but I just read that uh, Josh Woods has won the Pure Championship at, uh, death, was it Death Before Dishonor? It's airing tonight. I'll probably get around to watching it, so maybe we can talk about it in the next episode. Um, and if anybody saw about uh, an hour and a half ago, two hours ago, Samoa Joe went online and has relinquished the NXT championship. Uh, I guess WWE doctors have uh, told him that he's going to need, uh, that he has some sort of an injury. Uh, he didn't go into great detail as to what that injury was, but it was enough to where he's going to be out of action for a little while and he's going to have to give up that belt. Yeah, it's unfortunate for Samoa Joe. You know, it's been... His WWE run been off and on, you know, truthfully, he should have had a WWE championship run. Um, Absolutely. I agree with that. But, I mean, it's unfortunate, you know, the father time is uh, probably taking advantage of him and run in and, you know, it's unfortunate. So, I mean, it's kind of a, like a crazy time right now because now we're doing a transition into the new NXT this Tuesday. Right. So, now... Oof. I guess we might have a brand new NXT champion on top of the newly rebranded NXT brand. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see. I think Samoa Joe's uh, whole run in WWE has been very interesting. I loved his initial NXT run. I thought it was great. Uh, yeah. The matches that he had with Nakamura were phenomenal. His main roster was just very insanely weird. If I could say so, you know, uh, I loved watching Joe for many, many years, even prior to NXT uh, with the Ring of Honor and uh, TNA. 
yeah. he was a top, top, top performer. And I always pictured him as being, once he got to that main roster in WWE, being champion and being the head of the head of the table, so to speak. You know what I mean? Um, and and that never materialized. I guess injuries really got in his way once he um, got there. Yeah, he was one of the ones with AJ Styles and whoever other uh, TNA uh, that you wish on the WWE roster at the time when it was real hot at the time. Mm-hmm. So um, it's unfortunate for Samoa Joe because, like, I met him one time and uh, when I was on a WrestleMania vacation. So he's a cool guy. Um, but yeah, man, I, it's unfortunate. Hopefully, back from it because. He's really a good talent. He's uh, he has a Hall of Fame status career, and absolutely, you know, we, you know. I ran into him. Um, did you ever go to the Ring of Honor shows when they were in Woodbridge? No, there's a sports center there, uh, and literally, I guess the locker room was off to the side of the bathroom, and I'm in there using the facilities, and uh, everybody's on the other side of the wall, and then here comes Samoa Joe in plain clothes, and just like. Just gives me a nod and just kept walking, kind of a thing. Nice guy, though. Really nice guy. Uh, yeah. yeah. That happened to nice... me with Kevin <laughs> Steen at the time. Yeah, it was uh, at the, <laughs> it's funny, the last rumble that CM Punk was at. I was, uh, I met uh, Kevin Steen in the lobby of the hotel. I was coming from the pool. I was like, oh, it's Kevin Steen over there. <laughs> And I bless him a lot. If I ever meet him again, I just remember him. He was talking to his wife, and I don't like to intervene in their personal stuff. They talk to their family member. I'm gonna let them talk. Right. But he actually right. told me, like, "Hold on, I think a fan knows me." Because I gave him that look, like that double take. Like, <laughs> I think that's Kevin. Think so. And the elevator popped back open. I was like, "Oh!" I just shook his hand and said, "You know, I I I recognize you, and I you know." Hi, how you doing? My name, whatever, and that was that. But besides that, like, I don't really like to harass like people for pictures or anything like that. Shaking the hand, uh, I appreciate that more. <laughs> I appreciate that. Right, more. that actually happened to me in Roma the first time I met Roma. I think I've told this story to you and a million other times. I didn't ever ask him for a photo or nothing. I just sat there and talked to him for like three minutes. You know what I mean? And then I was just like on my way to work. So you know, and I was just happy to. Uh, Meet somebody that I was like big fan of, you know what I mean? But now I see the guy practically a few times a year at the shows. So, <laughs> so now, I, uh, when I seen Samoa Joe, AJ Styles was there and they were eating barbecue and that was, <laughs> that's so awesome. Funny. I, you know, walking the restaurant, I'm like, oh, it's just you, chilling out. And like, I was glad just to shake, I shook AJ hand, shook Samoa Joe hand, just call it there. Everybody just harassing AJ for pictures or whatever, but it just. You know, I, I respect their downtime. You know what I'm saying? Right. So yeah. I feel good if I shake the hand like, hey, how you doing? You know, I, I enjoy your work and just call it a day. And that's it. And I remember that more than the picture. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. <laughs> right. One of the things uh, that, that is pretty important that happened this week, uh, you made your Northeast Wrestling debut last night in Bethany, Connecticut. Did I? I saw you. I'm, that's what I hear. <laughs> I saw the Facebook <laughs> posts. Um, I was not there in attendance. I actually you know, had a very busy Saturday, so I kind of, uh, I don't go to a t- tremendous amount of their shows, but I heard that you made your debut in there. Is that uh, true? Yeah, man. I was in the Rumble, and um, I went against like, a few legends, like, uh, you know, Ron Zombie and a few other, uh, you know, 
in any W originals and you know it was a great opportunity and I, I enjoyed seeing old faces that I trained with back in the day and some current faces that I see on a regular so real it was a real nice reunion a real nice environment and I enjoyed it hopefully I'll be back there again I hope so they they uh I hate to say it, but they're probably one of the bigger organizations in the northeast you know out of uh they book um they book a lot of big names so it's a lot of really good exposure for uh for certain guys you know what I mean <clears throat> so uh i'm hoping that the video comes out because you know the they they're on the high spots network where they release a lot of their shows so uh was it recorded it was recorded yeah yes it oh. was oh awesome. So, awesome when it releases i let people know uh, yeah i was in the rumble and uh i did some work you know i got the little pop because you know people kind of remember me some people remember me some people <laughs> don't know me it was it was a great time to be there, and I enjoyed it. I mostly enjoyed it being around the old faces. You know, right. it was a it was a, a special tribute show for uh, Big Jim Anderson, where a portion right. of proceeds go towards. The but uh, not only on top of that, it was just you know I enjoy seeing Lucas Sharp and you know Brian Anthony and uh-huh. you know Waves and Kerr. See them on a the regular, but still like it was just good to see like the faces. Of old, you know, just mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't mean old. I want to get on heat. But, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, no. I get what you're saying. Yeah, I get what you're saying. It's like uh, it's just different people that you might not run into as as often. You know what I mean? They're they're doing the, on their own path in the business. So. You know, I got a lot of good praises where you know people's good, and good. um, I appreciate that. You know, what I'm saying it's just uh, uh, just. I like a, a family brotherhood environment. That's what it was. Right. How was the tribute to Jim at the event? It was the uh, tribute in the beginning of the show. And, you know, and, um, they had a rumble in the beginning of the show. And then they had a few matches after that. And it was, you know, it was straight through. Real good. Enjoyed it. Lombardi cool. was great with me. Charged at NEW. So I don't have no issues. None at all with NEW. It was great opportunity and hopefully i'll be back there again like you said exposure (laughs) exactly 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 so uh do you have any what do you have uh on your notes today what do you want to talk about for as far as the week in wrestling where would you like to start oh man we got can we talk about raw first i um i started it i watched most of it and I'd have to tell you that if you bring up something, I might not remember it. So there's a good chance of that. So so let's get into that. Yeah, I just know bullet points. I mean, truly, yeah. I did watch the hours. Don't get me wrong. But the main thing is is the the continued story of uh, Damian Priest. You can tell right. like they're, they the backstage area has a really good love for Damian Priest. He has sit here and and showed continuously his great work and improving. And he's mm-hmm. not nobody that's from the center. He's from the Monster Factory. He went to New mm-hmm. Japan. He did R. So he's already seasoned. So mm-hmm. basically, he's been having some good matches, which is the best show with, with Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. Right. So um, the way I see it, I think Drew McIntyre may be getting shipped to SmackDown because there's no way he's losing that many times. There's no way. He cannot tell me. <laughs> 
I wouldn't mind. Um, well, because they're doing the draft soon, are they not? Didn't they just announce that it's coming up? Um, and that's to shake a few things up, you know what I mean? Which is good. Um, possibly with the NXT, the change in NXT coming up, um, uh, sounds like they could probably, wouldn't you think at least that they would be involved or at least more involved than they have in say the last year or two? They would, would be, but I mean, it was just that one year where they had all brands important and then mm-hmm. they didn't do it last year because obviously mm-hmm. AEW's ratings and then they switched days. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just, I don't know, dude. I mean, truthfully, I think they're just going to keep NXT as developmental. Uh, I just don't want to answer no questions until I see tomorrow. Um, <laughs> not, yeah, tomorrow. Was it tomorrow? Because, no, Tuesday. Like, yeah. Yeah, I can't, you know, I can't wait. You know, just see how that first episode is going to do. And then, you know. That's when they're going to be working with the new logo and all that other fancy stuff. Yeah. And- <clears throat> somebody posted or somebody commented on something uh, they had posted regarding the new uh, NXT. Are they going to be using a studio type setting? I didn't think so. I thought it was just going to be. Is it? But the commercial that's been uh, advertised, I know I've seen the blueprints of is being is being done like a uh, a Thunderdome setting, but with okay. fans there. So okay. uh, so. It will be doing. It will be redone. It won't be that dark setting like they've been doing on a regular, like the uh, you know the Capitol Wrestling uh, arena. I so, like that. The Capitol. Uh, Res- I like the Capitol Wrestling center. Yeah. So I mean, it's not like you know mm-hmm. they named the place just to be. It has the history behind it, but basically, I guess Vince and and uh, whoever in charge didn't like it, and so now they're trying to revamp it. And, of course. I mean, whole, I best, dude. I mean, I hope for the best because, truthfully, um, <laughs> we don't need another Raw or SmackDown. So um, we I, definitely don't because I, I've turned and SmackDown, I SmackDown was kind of good, so, yeah. so it was real good. So I there is shit on SmackDown, but yeah, I try not to shit on anything, uh, but <laughs> it's it's very difficult not to, and it's very difficult to not to. Uh, turn away from it uh, a pro- i mean it's very difficult to not turn away from the products excuse me i don't and um if it's just another raw or smackdown it's just like i'm gonna have like you know i just feel like i might have to in a way because it's like i don't need another two hours of the same thing that we're getting on those other two shows that are not striking that full interest that they did uh many many years ago if that makes sense Bully says you just don't want to. It has to be. It, it, I mean, it's been going on for years, dude. Ever yep. since WWE split brand extension or whatever it is, you could tell the difference between what's. You can't tell the difference. It's still the same product. There's yes. only one time that I can say that it was legit different. Paul Heyman was in charge of SmackDown, and you had Eric Bischoff in charge of Raw. And it was like right. a real big difference. You. But if there's nothing where uh, you have Vince in hands in both of them, which I'm not saying that he never did, like if he have his hands legit in both of them, it's still gonna be the same product. Under it's like it's the same product. It's no different. They don't try to make it any different other than say the coloring of the brand with the red and the blue. 
because the shows are written out the same way, the same kind of approach to, you know, there's a 20 minute promo in the beginning and then it leads to a match or something to that effect. You, you get what I'm saying here. So it's just, you can tell the difference between AEW, which we'll sing to in a minute. You can tell the difference between AEW and WWE. WWE yep. starts off with minute promo and whatever they need to do to set up for that night of show. And then you got AEW who starts off with the action, and then they put the promo later on and show in the second hour. You know, it's, uh, and and that's how Nitro was. You know, it's right. just, that's mm-hmm. how you uh, supposed to make the difference. Is right. a real big difference. You can't tell the difference whether it's SmackDown or Raw because you could you, you just look at it. You're like, okay, well, SmackDown just did a twenty minute promo in the beginning, just like Raw did. So how mm-hmm. can I get invested, brand? Because it's the same brand, it's the same company, it's on the same umbrella. NXT was different, you know what I'm saying? They yes. start off with wrestling action, they do little promos in between, and you know they build up, and it was uh, only an hour, just like mm-hmm. Rampage. So, like you know, uh, storylines out the way, and then you got the big takeover event at the end of the month. So, when NXT was one hour on Wednesday nights uh, on the network, it was more intriguing. Because it was 60 minutes of action. It was not, you know, you wouldn't get a 20-minute promo. Because most likely, a match is going to take about 20 to 30 minutes, one of the matches. And they were top-quality matches. You'd only get, like, at least three matches at the most. Or, you know what I mean? So, I don't really see, like, what was really wrong with that formula. But you knew once they were going to cable TV... There's going to be other things like advertisers and stockholders and all that other fun stuff was going to get involved and change the product once it was going to two hours. Mm, so it's just, it's just, you know, I, I, I watch Raw as it's a job. I'm saying it's a job. Job <laughs> watching Raw for now since I've been doing this podcast with you. Now it's a job because now I sit there for three <laughs> hours. I watch it. points, You know. Alexa Bliss and Charlotte thing keep brewing and you know just uh build with Bobby Lashley and you know with RK bro and um oh. you know I mean I, I'm gonna be honest the, the the riddle and Randy Orton uh program is real it, it's interesting it, it keeps that raw it keeps raw going it's not for everybody I'm but, disappointed you said that, but whatever, you know. It's <laughs> good for everybody, but see, I understand the entertainment. I understand the entertainment, right? Uh, yeah, I get you. I get you. Man, it's 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 like when, when they do their little skits and stuff. I'm like, okay, they get that person that's not interested. They get that person that's sitting there and watching mm-hmm. shows like The Office, you know, sign right. or something like that. Right, right. So, understand how you feel because I feel the same way. I like to but then I'm like through a mismatched team and you could tell like one of the the common things that happens is that every time that Riddle says something you can see Randy Orton like you know stare at him like side eye him like are you serious kind of a look like or is this really happening or are you that much of an idiot type type of reaction uh, which is the funny part to it, Riddle, I loved when he was in NXT and, you know, in the indies and stuff like that. It's, they took that stoner persona <laughs> once he went to the, and they, they added 
it turned it up to 11. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so it just became more annoying in a way, you know? Yes. Right. You're right. So, so right. But, 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 you know, I mean, I'm not going to take away that he, that he's a talented wrestler because he actually yeah. is like those matches he had with Roderick strong in NXT were phenomenal. You know what I mean? And that's just one example. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, he he's one of the most watched things to watch on Raw. You know, it's not a lot, a lot of things to talk about on Raw. It's unfortunate because I like the Raw. But it's stayed away from primetime wrestling. Raw <laughs> was the thing to watch. Now it's like... Well, I mean, that was 30 years ago almost probably, right? 25 years ago. Some Well, yeah, roughly 93. And I'm not saying like I hate it altogether because I liked it in the beginning when they were in the Manhattan Center. They had squash matches and such, you know what I mean? And it was a lot of fun to watch because it was usually one, uh, I'm trying to think of how to say it, like one feature matchup or one main event, you know, television main event type matchup. And it was kind of enjoyable. But then they started taking it more and more with uh, the sort of weaning out the enhancement talent more and then bringing in the more, you know, uh, competitive matches, so to speak. So, you know, so it was, it was just change. And I really, you know, I always liked, you know, the, the smaller setting of the Manhattan center, you know, I've seen them there. Uh, what the hell is that group there? ECW is there. Sorry. I couldn't think of what the hell ECW was all of a sudden. Um, and then the end, <laughs> Jim Crockett ran a show there and it's just a, it's a cool little venue, you know? I mean, I, I enjoyed the Manhattan Center venue. It was real different from what WWF at the time did. Mm-hmm. Um, it was had the uh, I, you know I wasn't doing a podcast around that time, but when they had the reunion episode of them being at Manhattan Center and they didn't do not one match at the Manhattan Center, I just wish they did the whole show. They at really the did. Center. Wasn't uh, there, I think they there did. Wasn't DX DX there? Michaels and Triple H? Am I? I could be completely I, off. That was the segment. They didn't have like a match in general. They had Undertaker come out doing promo, and that was it. That's ridiculous. I, I thought yeah. that there was. Yeah, some matches that's on a, a like a, a DVD set at the time. <laughs> they do got some matches on there that they did do for the crowd mm-hmm. there. But I wish that they did the whole show there because you know that's the place where it all started, and it's yep. like a environment that we really don't do that often. So it's just unfortunate that they just went there and they just did that on TV, you know? Yeah, it was a very unique setting. And then they would uh, very rarely, every so often, travel outside of uh, uh, the Manhattan Center. I was, you know, very early in those early days, I think 93, 94, I ended up before, they, they would come to New Haven around that same time period. And uh, and then go back to the Manhattan Center for like the following taping, which would be like a couple weeks later. There was filmed three shows at a time, and it was only an hour, and that was the fun part about Monday Night Raw back in the early nineties. And and now it's three hours, and they're making they're forcing their fans to sit through it. I don't know how many people actually sit through the full three hours. That's the thing I'd really like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean I can't imagine everybody that watches pro wrestling, professional wrestling, sports entertainment sitting from eight o'clock to eleven o'clock. It's very hard for me to sit in, in one sitting. I usually do it in two. So you know, I I'll watch it's the 
it's the 18 to 49 demographic. So around those, those people are kind of like watching it. That's mm-hmm. fire regulars. But you yep. got the over 50 that continuously watch WWE that's been watching for years. Yeah. So because that's the biggest demographic as well, which is the 50 and over. And, but unfortunately, and this is why I don't understand why people don't say this about the ratings why the ratings was five point something years ago. Half of those fans got, I mean, if they didn't, that's fine. They have passed away. You know what I'm saying? So you know, you I, I understand. That's a, that's a good way to look at it, actually. I never really thought about that, but, you know, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. No, you're good. Nah, nah, you gotta understand, they passed away. Like, my grandfather watched Monday Night Raw faithfully every Monday. Doesn't matter what, uh, generation it was he watched from primetime wrestling all the way down to the current so you gotta understand he passed away like two or three years ago so basically like half these people you know they probably passed away and those numbers went down mm-hmm. and some people just don't see, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts all the time and they say oh well maybe they turned around and watched something else yes you may be right but at the end of the day you understand wwe have a over 50 demographic Mm-hmm. You don't know what way. You don't know whether you know it's you know. Some of them might be, and I and I'm you know not to take away from what you said, but some of them might be people that were watching that very heavily in college. You know what I mean? On Monday nights, they were sitting around drinking their rooms, drinking in the frat room, you know, in the in the dorm rooms, whatever, getting wild and crazy and watching Monday Night Raw because. You know, it was one of the wildest things on TV at that point. And once you get out of that, oh, that group, yeah. I mean, I know, <laughs> I know when I was in my 20s and the 90s, I know what the hell I was doing, you know. <laughs> so I was, I know I was drinking quite a bit and in the bars every night, but I would always uh, have the uh, Monday Night Raw and Monday Night Show on every week. So it, it, it could I'm be. Right, though, because now, I mean, certain times. For instance, when they have the Legends Nights, they have 2 million viewers. So yeah. there's someone watching something, and then all of a sudden they pop back up like, oh, well, I want to see Hogan, I want to see Austin again, or whoever they are that they loved back when they were younger. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it could be that. It could be they grew out of it, and then it ended up, you know, watching, you know, uh, Chicago Fire or something, you know? <laughs> so, so, I, re- <laughs> I really like, you know, like when they do the before we we'll get back to the week in wrestling, but when they do the WWE old school stuff and they bring back certain people, like you know, I think it was one of them they brought back Sean Mooney, and I was just like, oh, you know, I was like, I popped because I think that, I'm a huge Sean Mooney fan. I was listening, I listened to every episode of his podcast. I thought it was great. It was a lot of fun talking about him working in WWF at that time period with his guests, uh, you know, and. um and then they had like a Lord Alfred Hayes imitator during the uh, promotional consideration portion of the show, so it was just cool to to listen to that stuff, you know. Yeah, you know, it's, it was a fun time. That's all I guess. It was fun. Time. Absolutely. I've been, my father didn't like wrestling. He still don't like wrestling to this day. So maybe, maybe you know, our time was real good. And maybe the kids around this time, this time is good for them. So I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just my gonna dad, have a mind to work. 
<laughs> I got to thank my father as much as he didn't like it. He took me to the old New Haven Coliseum quite a bit, you know, even though he didn't like wrestling. <laughs> so, he, you know, he... my first event legit was the 2002. It was a 2002 brawl that uh, emanated from Bridgeport. That's the first uh, event I okay. ever went to. And okay. I was like, oh, <coughs> I've never been to. I got my own money. I went. And I was like, "Oh, okay, this is what it's like." Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, you know. I hear people that say they was at Nitro and all of those. I wish I was at Nitro. <laughs> I can tell you, I went to I went to one, the one in Hartford, and where the Warrior came back. I was at that one. Um, I was at a WCW house show in Hartford shortly before that, probably the year prior to that. I don't really, honestly, the only person I remember being at the house show was Hacksaw. Duggan, uh, I don't. I'd have to ask my buddy because he's got like a memory that's like you know impeccable. Like he could remember things like that. And, um, I'm trying to think of what other you know. I remember being. Do you remember what was it? Austin that got hung on the crucifix in New Haven Coliseum. I was I was at that show. I remember that one in particular. Uh, and that's the first time. That was the first night I actually met Big Daddy on a personal level. Was later on in that evening. So okay. at a at, at a bar where me and my buddies went to afterwards because uh bar that's yeah i could tell you exactly <laughs> where it was. yeah so we were we uh we ended up meeting up a friend of my a friend of mine who was mutual friends with like uh jason knight who was in ecw we met up with jason knight shortly after that and i remember um big daddy was there to meet up with jason knight as well so you know that was the first night that we just sat around drinking beers with jason knight and so yeah um i could think of you know a number of really cool shows that i was at at that time period I, for monday night raw in new from new haven i saw um razor ramon win the intercontinental belt for his first uh time if you remember correctly i think it was a battle royal him and rick martell him and rick martell were like the last remaining guys and then they fought the next week but it was actually later on in the evening. <laughs> so, and then that's where Scott Hall, Razor Ramon, won the belt was was in New Haven, Connecticut. So I was at that, that was show. Good, I, man. I, uh, I mean, those two guys are phenomenal workers. Rick Martell, I don't think in this day and age gets his due. He's former AWA World Champion. He does not get the recognition. His, his WCW run get looked over a lot too because he came in there and he had good matches with Booker T. Underrated like, guy. Yep. Like, Ship Hall of Famer. Like, Absolutely. Ship. I'm sure it's only a matter of time. And he's one of those guys that does not get out there. He's not, you know, a lot of these guys are coming out of the woodwork, you know what I mean, for autograph signings and stuff like that. And certain guys are like, why the hell aren't they coming out? Martel's one of them. You'd think that I got a picture of Tito Santana autographed. Rick Martel's next standing next to him. I need to get that autograph by Martel. I'm telling <laughs> so he's please, Rick Martel, if you ever hear this, come out. <laughs> yes, that's running. Come on. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but serious. Um, you know, there's just we've been lucky. Connecticut has been lucky for a lot of really good shows and very good important moments for things that happen on Monday Night Raw. You know what I mean? Even in um Money in the Bank that happened what in 2018, 2019. You know what I mean? We saw Brock Lesnar come out of nowhere to win the uh, the Money in the Bank, which was just like I said. I think we discussed this a few weeks ago that it was just like I liked it because it was shocking and nobody knew that that it was going to happen 
while the entire place was so pissed off, like legitimately pissed off, not because they're supposed to be pissed off, but because they were legitimately pissed off because they didn't want to see it. <laughs> so, exactly. sort of. I mean, I mean, let's talk about your favorite because I know we talked about this early in the week. Um, AEW Dynamite. <sighs> I'm gonna tell you, dude. <laughs> while the show as a whole was okay. The pay-per-view, now, we did a pay-per-view review. Now, anybody listening that has not heard the pay-per-view, we praised the show and said how awesome it really was. It was probably the best AEW show that was put on. Now, if anybody... See, there you go. Now, if if you saw it, Minoru Suzuki came out after the uh, Moxley match. And so... I was extremely excited that they announced that Suzuki and Moxley were going to meet on Dynamite. Mind you, the buildup throughout the entire two hours was pretty okay. Like I said, pretty okay. I didn't say awesome. They gave him eight freaking minutes after the damn introductions. And there was picture in picture for about a good two to three minutes of that. So we really only probably saw about six minutes And I got to tell you, for a match of that caliber that was built up the way it was, and that would probably just be an amazing match, that I was sorely disappointed because I, I, and I know I said this to you throughout the week, that the picture in picture really distracts me and makes me lose interest in what I'm watching. Absolutely. I agree with you. I agree with you. Sometimes that. Sometimes I never come back from it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Sometimes I just never come back from that picture in picture. I'm just like, well, fuck it. You know what I mean? Uh, I I fully agree. Uh, When I watch picture in picture, it get annoying after watching the match. Um, Truthfully, I wish they did just like what Nitro did. They just have the match and then the commercial right after. That's not so bad. Yeah. Right. They don't do I guess they like I don't know what the issue is with that. Because if you could do it back in the day, you could do it now. So I don't understand. But, it's um, all about money. Yeah, you know what I mean? Guys, that's going to be our new trademark. There we go. There we that's go. what it is. Gonna make that, that's going to be a new, <laughs> P- it's gonna be a new PWZ shirt right there. So. <laughs> yeah, it's just this, man. It's just, you know, it's just. It's all about know, money. It's, just, it's like, let's see, like these companies. Yeah. But yes. now, we don't got it. No more. So now you could just go to commercial. <laughs> it's it's how it's is basically these companies are like how could we make more money? You know what I mean? Oh, we can add more commercials during the matches instead of going to commercial and then you know what I mean? It's just it's it's very hurtful <laughs> to the product, I think. And I've been saying that a very long time. I've tweeted about it many many times. I lose interest in that altogether. I really do. Sometimes, like I said, sometimes I never come back and I'm just like, well, fuck it. I don't want to finish watching this because, like, it's not gas- gathering me. When you watch a match, okay, Marcel, you're in this industry. You work matches. Like, the buildup from the beginning of the match, the 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 uh, psychology, the the story that is being told from the beginning of the match moving forward is what grasps you, correct? Like, it from does. The- I understand too. Do you um, think? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Nah, you gotta understand that it's TV, right? So yes. basically, 
if you're back there and they say you got six minutes or eight minutes, uh, you know, you gotta follow that time because you're now on TV. It's now no longer a house show, but mm-hmm. you gotta understand the, the structure that I don't understand is because the way Nitro did it, legit where I watched it was they have their little matches that was six minutes or eight mm-hmm. minutes and did their done commercial and come back and they do a, a promo in between and then Gene Oakland goes to commercial again. So you got that little commercial, you got the little two commercials in at mm-hmm. that time and you got the last commercial break for the main event, which the main event never got cut. Right. So now it's so different now because now you would think that if you have a main event segment, you don't have no commercials. So you'd be like, okay, you did all these commercials between uh, eight and nine thirty. Mm-hmm. So basically, you squeeze the extra one probably in between that eight and nine thirty period. So nine thirty, that last, truthfully, the last commercial break should have been after the elite and Brian, uh, Brian Danielson thing. Right. That should have been it. It's just that that was the final uh, break, and then bam. But the thing is, um. It's no excuse for AEW for doing that because if they, you you know, at the end of the day, you say it again. <laughs> it's a new company, but it's no excuse though. You should have right. uh, time to show. You should have sat here if you didn't need a promo that did didn't need to be in there or whatever it is. Should took it out. I feel mm-hmm. like they should have just did a Adam Cole and then Daniel Bryan for Rampage. Just right. spread it out because now you got content on. Friday night. So you need right. somebody to grab in with the Daniel Bryan. So it's just uh it's a learning experience. It's just, you know, you just don't need to put everything in one show when you think that's two hours. That's the thing, yeah. You're like you said, it is a new company. It's been together about two years, right? Roughly maybe well, not including the pay-per-views prior to actually a television show starting. So like, they're still learning their ways. Like, they need to spread things out a little bit more, which I totally agree. They don't do a terrible job. It's just like that that if you're building up for a match, how often is Minoru Suzuki going to come on and wrestle on American television? That's the other thing. And Fun so fact, get a stadium show. So, mm-hmm. I mean, truthfully, mm-hmm. I'm glad that they bring them back for that big show. So, I'm, yeah. I'm glad for that. I'm sorry. No, no. You know, it's just the point. It's just like there's probably a lot of people uh, excited to watch that match. I would assume at least. I mean, that's the way that it came off based on who he was. You know, so it was just disappointing in that matter. So I had to go off on a rant on that. I'm sorry to everybody that had to actually tolerate me. It's been bothering me since Wednesday evening. So... That's pretty I much my. Understood. I think I, I texted you the next morning to tell you. <laughs> I was like, man, we got something to talk about this weekend because because that shit pissed me off so much. <laughs> I know, I just said it, and you're not the only one. That, there was other people that was like really pissed off about it. And I fully understand it, but you know, maybe they learned from their mistakes and make the show uh, more structure where they can have a big profile match that has a lot of time. You know what I'm saying? So, um, like I said, there's no excuses. Sometimes you got to make mistakes to make it better. So, yeah, well, that is definitely uh, true. Yep. Hopefully it works out, you know? Yes, sir. Uh, so, next weekend we have Extreme Rules. Is that next weekend? 
Yeah, it is next weekend. So I have to line up. <laughs> Sheesh. I keep I keep uh, I keep messing my dates up. So you know, I know we're gonna be. So that I fully understand. Nine twenty. 926, excuse me. So that's two weeks from now. After Dieselmania 5. All right, that's the night after. So we can watch both. So if you're not... <laughs> so fans listening, you should purchase. Go to... Well, actually, it's being taped. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> but if you're in the new general New Haven, Connecticut area, please come down to Paradise Alley. Uh... Uh, Diesel Mania 5, it is at the JCC in Woodbridge, Connecticut, and an amazing lineup has already been announced. You can check out our page, you can check out the uh, Paradise Alley Pro Wrestling Facebook page for that lineup, and um, you'll be impressed, trust me. And this guy right here, that's here, uh, well, I can't say next to me, but next to me in the video, taking on the heavyweight champion, Matias. So. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that match because uh, I'm actually looking forward to every match. Now that you guys have uh, over the last week, you guys have made some pretty an amazing announcements regarding the show. Some that I did not really expect. I thought all the announcements had been already made. Karen, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, go ahead. Karen, Karen Bam Bam is making her return to Paradise Alley. I'm excited. I'm a big fan of hers. Uh, I like her a lot. Um, Colin King, TJ Crawford, right? They got that right. Uh, House of Pain in the Haven, and and you and Matias. And uh, I know I'm missing something. I'm sorry to anybody that's listening. <laughs> I don't mean to offend anybody, but you know, I don't have it right here in front of me. I'm going off the top of my head. I, I mean, that's why I'm here to help you out. So basically, September 25th, you got PAPW Diesel Mania. Like you said, at the JCC, we return back to the JCC. Is a pre-tape. Fight TV event. Basically, yep. you will be on Fight TV if you show up because it's going to be pre taped. And you got myself versus Matias for PAPW Championship. Um, you got HOP versus The Haven and a first ever tag team ladder match for the PAPW Tag Team Championship. And then you got um, Karen Bam Bam. She returned back to PAPW. And uh, what else was announced? Oh, just today, PAPW announced. Jared Diaz versus Mick Drake. That's the one I was missing. Yep. And there's going to be a Battle Royal as well. Yes. There's going to be a Michael J. D'Angelo Battle Royal. So it's going to be a first ever one. And um, it's just a stack show. Um, I heard more announcements is coming. And then I got an also email from Mario. So hopefully it's some type of big deal. I got my uh, my dog over here doing a run on me. It's <laughs> good. <laughs> <laughs> That's Lucy over here. She'll not That's act. awesome. A, she's just like she thinks she's out. What's going on? So <laughs> she may even be in a battle royal too. You just never know. I'm just Let's see it. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> we got a, a stack show. It's from Paradise Alley Professional Wrestling. I want y'all to come down, check out uh, the brand that just keep on continuously growing in the Northeast area. And um, just uh, continue the growth. And Rick Del Santos keep on continuing the love for the company. Always. <laughs> just make sure you check out PAPW. Check out the PWZ podcast on all the updates and 
you know, social media on hand. And um, I appreciate the support. And I appreciate the support from Rick as well. Now, I had Mario on earlier in the week. Is that early in the week? Well, today's the beginning of the week. So last week. Um, and I got to tell you, I had such a fun time talking to him. And literally, there's so much more. So I have to do a part two. But he's, uh, you know, I, I had so much more that I wanted to ask him Uh we got into so much other stuff that I, I really feel that I need to do a part two. So if anybody has not listened to that interview I did with Mario Mancini, WWE, WWE legend, please go check it out. <laughs> it was one of my favorite episodes I've ever done. It really has. And one of the things I want to say is that he was talking about October. And October seems like a, it's going to be an insane month for Paradise Alley Pro Wrestling. Uh, so, I mean, he was talking about, was it two taco fests that you guys are doing one up in Maine? Uh, and then not to mention however many other insane shows that you guys are doing. So, I mean, best of luck to you. I'm probably, I'm going to try to be at every single one of them. You know, I, you know that I try well, my best. To- well, hopefully if, if yeah, I know you love PABW, I respect it. Absolutely. Hopefully. We are going to be before Limitless for Limitless run up St. So Limitless, you got enough time to come see us at Taco Fest at Old Orchard Beach in Maine. And then you can swing on to Limitless and go watch Limitless. So it's not like we're trying to Ooh. mess up anything. So you can watch Double to Action, PAPW and Limitless all together one day. Oh, man, I might have to make a trip to Maine. If I'm not away... Uh, you know, my son, it's basketball season for my son. So, you know, I travel a lot. So that affects how many wrestling shows I am actually going going to. So if I can get up to that Taco Fest and then go to Limitless, I might, um, it might just be an insane day, to be honest with you, Absolutely. for me. <laughs> so anyways, uh, we got a few minutes left, about another 40 or whatever, 20 or so. Uh-huh. Not that we have time limits. We never really have time limits, but... <laughs> So, not to mention, you made your Northeast debut last night. Is it next week you have another debut, or is it the week after? It's the next week, right? You're making your debut and Shut Up and Wrestle? Shut Up and Wrestle. They have the uh, Shut Up and Wrestle Heavyweight Championship Tournament, and uh, they already posted their brackets up. So I have that. Yep. Uh, going to put in that work, my guy, to bring some gold to PWZ. You know what I'm saying? So, so I need you to show up with that on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta show up with like two belts, like come with the shut up and wrestle and the PAPW one. Who is it that uh, was it? Ty- Tyrus shows up on Fox now with the NWA TV title. <laughs> yeah, so, you know I got something. You know. I got, right. I got, the gold edition of the PWZ, you know? There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, the back brackets, I do have a, a, a screenshot of the brackets. I'm going to post it to our Facebook page. Go check that out. So uh, it's very interesting. This tournament is stacked. There's a lot of really good stuff uh, coming up there, I got to tell you. October, but well, between the end of the month, September into October, October, it just seems like it's going to be a really awesome time for wrestling in our area, in the Northeast. So I'm yeah. looking forward to it. So now, now we got the, the, the big gym tribute uh show, which is yes. yep. best strength, PAPW, yep. Shut Up and Wrestle, Blood Sweat and Tears, all on one show. Oh, uh, you know, um 
I think it's October. I think it's October eighth. I gotta check the date. But that's mm-hmm. a big show, super show for all the promotions that's involved. It's for a great cause, for a great brother. And uh, just tune in on social media, whether it's Paradise Alley social media, whether it's Chef and Wrestle social media, Blood, Sweat, and Tears social media, or Test Strength social media. Just check it out. And uh, more information is out. The card is out as well. Some of the card and some more news will come out soon. We'll be posting it and keeping everybody updated as well on our social media. So that, that's that's a major thing. We like to support our wrestling in the Northeast. So we have a, a beautiful scene here. So what else do you have that you want to talk about here? Did we talk about SmackDown? I didn't get to watch that. At the Madison Square Garden? At the home movie? The return. Yeah, I've heard. Um, I was invited. I was invited to go, and then I looked at tick prices, and I was just like, "You've got to be kidding me!" Do you know like the? I know that there was tickets that were going for like a thousand dollars some at some places, and I was like, "You've got to be." I mean, luckily, I am. I will be at Dynamite at Alfred Stadium, so I will be there. But uh, I'm just gonna say it. Like, yeah, I kind of expected Mass Square Garden to be expensive because even when I went to the joint New Japan show, that was kind of hard to get tickets for that. So I understand fully. I tried to get tickets for that. I'm going to tell you, they did the pre-sale and they sold however many during the pre-sale at whatever price. And then the following day, they was the regular sale and everything sold out like super quick. I couldn't get online. So mm-hmm. I was just annoyed, so I just didn't even. I gave up. Yeah, <laughs> just I gave up. I said fuck it, and then I ended up watching it on TV instead. So at least I didn't have to drive or anything like that. I sat home and had some beers. So, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm into. So, so yeah, you're getting a beer at the arena. Well, not for what I can imagine. At MSG, they got to be at least minimum ten dollars, right? Something like that. Bottle. <laughs> now, mind you, I'm gonna have probably four or five or more. So, knowing knowing how I am, so <laughs> so merch because it's not like you get the merch online. If, if you really right, I mean, because they have exclusive merch for the that was the G1 for the uh, Ring of Honor and uh, uh, New Japan show. So they had like a lot of exclusive merch that didn't end up coming out online. They had shirts and hats and and and. Kind of a lot of really other cool stuff that I saw. Yeah. yeah absolutely. But yeah. yeah, SmackDown was real good. You had the Brock Lesnar return. Oh, that part I did see. I'm sorry. Fowler and then, you know, the Becky and Bianca keep on building. So extreme mm-hmm. getting stacked. So, you know, it was it was a great show that WWE haven't put on for a long time, but they, they made sure they treat the garden well. I mean it was their home for decades, really. You know what I mean? So it's like they have to really try and put something really good on there. Yeah. Uh, and 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 I know that I've gone to house shows there back in the day. They weren't necessarily the greatest house shows because by the time I was old enough to go up to the, to the garden, I was in my adulthood, you know what I mean? So it was like the crowds are always super special there. At Madison Square Garden, as opposed to going to, say, a show in New Haven or wherever, what have you. You know, the Garden is just a special show. Nah, so I got to go back and watch it, though. 
So yeah, yeah, nah. Just go back. It's it's a great watch. It was great, a good SmackDown special on a special day. It was the day before September 11th. Um, mm-hmm. Also, before we swing into that, obviously we had a loss in the uh, wrestling community, which was Daphne. Um, we yeah, didn't. We haven't talked about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, it was an unfortunate loss for Daphne. Um, great talent that stood out during the dying days of WCW. And um, I just like want to give condolences to the family and friends. And just like I understand Rick may agree with me as well. If you feel like you're alone and you can't, uh, you feel like you're just at wit's end, just talk to somebody. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Just, just, it doesn't matter. It could be a friend. It could be an associate. Just talk to somebody. You're not alone. And mm-hmm. you talk about something, you can get help. You, know you can saying? get help. Yeah. Yo, we could we could post the suicidal hotline uh, along with this episode, but at the end of the day, uh, you're not alone. It's not it's 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 not over. So just just understand that uh, life is life, but it's not over. It's always a light at the end of the tunnel. So I just want to throw that in because it was a, a tragic loss that didn't need to happen, and um, I know we didn't touch on that during all out. No, right, we didn't because it happened just a few days before that and we just talked about All Out that day and it is very tragic and now you know, if you watched any of the videos that came out, you know she did it via Instagram live she went on and she was crying and all this stuff and and posting random stuff on Instagram and some idiot, I shouldn't say idiot idiots took the videos and put it to YouTube mind you like all of her with that entire thing and i you know when we were gathering stuff for the episode like last week i was looking stuff up to try to gather information and we never got to it and i really hate that and i came across people taking those instagram live videos of her talking the night that she passed away and that she was talking and i wouldn't say she threatened to it's just that she you know whatever she was crying and i felt really awful for her you know what i mean watching that video um i just want people to know it's just like there is someone to talk to you know i know that um some people talked about that she had suffered some really terrible injuries during her time in tna that may have uh affected her in her brain uh so you know there is always somebody out there just reach out to somebody and somebody will help you, you know, uh, there is suicide hotlines. Like you said, it's just, everybody gets down at times. I don't know how to say it. I'm not very good with this stuff. It's, it's somebody and people get, it's life is not easy. It's really not, you know, I mean, especially adulthood and, and dealing with stuff. So just reach out to somebody if you're feeling the way you know that, that that you do if you're feeling like negative and down just reach out and somebody will definitely talk to you and help you nah absolutely um i done been through personal stuff that get me deep down depressed and um some people are different than others some people can handle it differently um i have sat here and sometimes i talk to you sometimes i don't i just sit there and just think to myself but mm-hmm. I, 
it just everybody's different. So I just want to say, like, if you need help and you feel like you need to talk to somebody, I'm here. Rick is here. Anybody's <laughs> here. Side hotline. You're not alone. If you need help, trust me. We can chat and help you out instead of just taking a a, a situation and turning it into a tragedy that don't need to be done. You know, so um, it's just unfortunate. You know. Um, we talked about Daphne. Uh, Smack. Uh, what about oh, one more thing? The rampage. Uh, the Go match between Pack and uh, Andrade. That okay. was. Did Go for it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. Like, I'm usually... Today, I really expected to catch up on all my wrestling today. Um, I understand. Like, I respect it because you know, I'm just going to be real about it. And obviously, like, it's too much wrestling. It's too yes, much. Yes, it is. And being I, you full-time job, I, I love entertaining the people that watch us. Right. right. Too much wrestling. I I watch what he there don't is, watch. He watch what I don't watch. <laughs> well, you know, not for nothing. I think this week I really only got to watch uh, the NWA, which I really that's the one that I make sure I'm in front of my TV at six o'clock every Tuesday for. And uh, you know, I I was actually this is the first time in months I was in front of my TV at eight p.m. for Dynamite in months. Because I was just like, I wanted, I really was like built up for that Moxley and uh, uh, Suzuki match. Like, I was really amped up. Normally, I try to put everything on during the day when I'm at work. You know what I mean? I DVR everything. Sometimes I don't get to it because I answer phones eight hours a fucking day. So, so mind you. And then, so Friday night, I'm trying to think what the hell I even did. Friday nights, I'm at basketball practice, so I don't get to watch, you know, SmackDown and Rampage live. I get home in the middle of Rampage, so don't, you know, I don't want to catch stuff in the middle of the show. Mm-hmm. So we normally either watch it in the morning or what have you. So I, I think my Saturday was spent. I felt like I ran around as an adult, being a parent and husband, doing stuff the entire day Saturday and and Sunday. There was a lot more calm, but I just never ended up getting to a period. I just went grocery shopping. That was the only thing I actually left the house for today. So, and that, like, I could not find, still could not find the time doing stuff around the house to sit and catch up on everything else I needed to catch up on. But I, I, I did take some notes for this show as far as uh, everything else that we discussed. Mm-hmm. Nah, I enjoy sitting and talking about the legal wrestling. The bullet points that matter. You know, yep. I can't sit here and what moves that they did or you know what the finish right. was I cannot listen I I love the viewers that watch us but I'm not going to sit there and say all that all you got to do is just sit there and watch <laughs> but I will tell you the bullet points of what's going on transition to the pay-per-view and not only that rampage and AEW and then you know whatever's happened independence I, I respect it me and Rick try hard our busy mm-hmm. life, put it to what we need to do. And Absolutely. um I being on here. I appreciate Rick having me here every Sunday, uh night into Monday. We just don't air to Monday, but every you know, being yep. here every 
you know, entertaining y'all guys, letting y'all know what's going on in the wrestling world and talking about the brothers in wrestling and even wrestling beyond, even the past. So I enjoy doing it, and um, we're going to continue to keep on putting out this content. It's going to get better, I promise you. And I'm going to, you know, I do try to keep up on everything. It's just sometimes my Friday night wrestling. And, I mean, IWTV, do you watch stuff on IWTV, the independent wrestling, uh, whatever? Subscribe. I need to subscribe and check that out. Well, yeah, I, I started to branch out and start looking at independent uh, promotions as well. I mean, they air probably sometimes anywhere from four to like six or even more independent shows between Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Sometimes that's not to mention all the weekly television that they 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 uh, they air stream, I should say air stream, whatever. I guess stream is the new word for for it. But <laughs> in, in 2021. So but it's just like. It's hard to keep up. Like, you know, I have the app on my phone. I get a ding every couple hours when a show is about to air. It's just like, man, I was like, I wish I could sit down and watch this three or four hour show. You know, what I, mean? I just being an adult, it's just it, it, and an parent and, and, and a husband. It's very hard to sometimes sit and watch everything. A lot of times I'm sitting there on the couch with my wife and watching shit on my tablet to try to keep <laughs> up stuff as she's watching stuff on the regular TV. Cause I'm not going to sit there and make her watch, you know, AEW dynamite or Monday night raw or the NWA. So. Yeah. I, um, I understand. I still say it to this day, even though we, got, uh, WWE network that's now Peacock. I just mm-hmm. wish I had, when I was in high school. Cause like, dude, I'd be watching wrestling. From eight hours mm-hmm. Absolutely. To do it. But, um, you know, we make it happen, and you know, we uh, hopefully we entertain the folks that continuously watch us, and hopefully we get the people that continuously come in here and grow and spread the word out. You know, you know, I enjoy it. You know, I enjoy sitting here talking about the bullet points of what's going on in the week of wrestling and the news, and uh, not only you know Paradise Alley, but other promotions as well. And it's so. like, Sorry. you know, anybody that wants to sit here and send you know Q and A to us, I'm down. Yeah, man. Um, I, I definitely fully intend to get SmackDown and Rampage into my life on a regular basis, at least so we can talk about it. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I'll catch minor things here and there, and then sometimes I'll forget them. I need to take notes better sometimes while watching that stuff because it's, uh, you know, like I said, it's busy, busy times, man. But we try to bring you the best content that we possibly can in professional wrestling. Absolutely. Yep. Yes, sir. So uh, I don't think I have any other notes that I need to talk about. Actually, wait. MLW signed two really great wrestlers recently. Did you see this on Twitter? And the, uh, they signed, signed ugh, Slice Boogie and Danny Rivera to full-time contracts. Okay. So I think Slice Boogie is um, an amazing young talent who I've watched in championship wrestling from Hollywood and uh, the NWA. And I think this guy is going places. Obviously, MLW, him and Danny uh, Limelight Rivera have uh, recently made their debut in uh, MLW, excuse me, as a tag team. They were tag team in championship wrestling from Hollywood over there. So now that they're these guys are more than well deserving. Are you familiar with uh, either of these two characters? No, I'm not, but I know MLW is trying to update their talent roster. Just continues to grow and uh, branch out to different places that mm-hmm. they can 
kid out. So I know, uh, you know, they on being sports and then, you know, they mm-hmm. branched out vice. So, uh, MLW continue to grow, even though, you know, you have Richard holiday on the roster as well. So gotta, you know, we got to We got to shout out our local guy. Uh, because yeah. he's every time we got to shout him out. No problem. <laughs> you know, I love shouting out Richard holiday every time because, you know, it's always just, it's always good to see a local guy make good. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, you know, MLW doing their thing, I continue to grow with the the bankroll that they have, like the limit that they have. So they're doing a lot of moves. Mm-hmm. The bank they already have. I don't know what the bankroll is, but it's good enough. Danny Danny Limelight made many, many, many appearances in the AEW. Um, you know, he wrestled for mostly AEW Dark, but he was there featured basically weekly for a good portion of a year. And then uh, he made a, a, a few dynamite appearances as well. This kid is amazing to watch. I'm telling you, he, he is cool as hell. And, um, you know, Slice Boogie, I'm more familiar with him in the NWA and um, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Another great talent. He, A lot of people think I'm crazy when I say this, but he's uh, reminiscent of uh, the Dynamite Kid in many ways. Some people think I'm nuts for saying it, but uh, pay attention, folks. This kid's going to be a star. I'm telling you. I'm telling you right now. I met Danny Limelight at a XWA show, which was like a month and a half ago. And he was a cool guy. And mm-hmm. the talent shows even more. And, uh, you know, I just, I'm glad for him that he's at MLW. And MLW continued to grow. Even though you got, you know, you and WWE around here, you know, there's more talent out there that got released that still could get used with these new talents that they're signed. So, it's just great talent that's mushing together with other talent, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah. I think MLW is a great company. They, you know, they had a stint in the earlier 2000s for a few years and then shut down. And then, I don't know how many years, maybe four or five years ago, yeah. started Court Bowers started running up shows again. And the product is slightly different, I guess. Um, it's more so fans of the... Uh, I'd have to say maybe older NWA, maybe some ECW type stuff. You know, it's just a little bit uh, smaller arenas and darkened a little bit. And but the it has that still. yeah. But what happens in the ring is a hundred percent authentic. You know what I mean? It's just it's it's phenomenal. It's just something to really focus on because it's just uh, they have one of the better shows that are that is out there today. It's better than Monday Night Raw. I'll just put it that way. Okay, <laughs> so, <laughs> so three hours, three hours, three hours, and MLW, MLW is a one one hour show. Actually, it's very you know, and not only is it on Vice or in uh, BN Sports, but um, it's also on YouTube too. I think every Wednesday, or at least they were. I know showing it every Wednesday, and you know, it's just a one hour. You can sacrifice one hour. I mean, if you can sit through three hours of shitty wrestling on Monday nights, you can watch one hour of good wrestling on a Wednesday night or what have you, whatever night of the week that they that they focus on and the talent that they have there. They got Jacob Fatu, uh, Richard Holiday. You know uh, uh, who else is in there? Jesus, um, I'm trying to think. They got the, the, uh, Hammerstone still in there. Is he correct? Yep. They got now they got Limelight and, and, and Boogie and 
the roster's endless, man. And they they um work a lot with uh Casey yeah, Navarro. absolutely. That guy's phenomenal. Yeah, um, and they've had some just really great champions, you know, or, or wrestlers in the in their in their company. Low key was their champion for a long time, and that guy was just sheesh, man. That guy was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't want to say it's shitty wrestling for Raw. They're they're producing. all right. Maybe I was maybe I was a little harsh. No, 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 no. <laughs> Understandable because the podcasts I listen to, they the same way. But you gotta understand, these talents are producing what they're giving, and yeah. I appreciate them. You know, they get paid for it. I respect it, but that three hours is a job. I'm just mm-hmm. gonna tell you that. Right. Yes, <laughs> it's a job. It's hard to sit through. It really is hard to sit through. Yeah, the, I know. It's, it's it, we've probably said it before, but when you were. A, a kid or younger, it's awfully exciting to sit through Monday Night Raw because you might get that quality match or something insane was going to happen. Now it's just like, I don't know. It's like watching a paper bag sit on your table or something. It's not interesting by any means. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I, I fully understand. I mean, truthfully, I'm trying to think because I what was. Could- Three-hour nitros. Three-hour nitros. It wasn't Those, that bad until got to the Vince Russo era. We got to the Vince Russo era. Then it was but light. after, if you watched it, Vince Russo after a while said, "Hey, this three-hour stuff is too much." Yeah, he like, yeah, yeah, exactly. He cut it. He's like, "We don't need three hours." Uh-uh. But you know, the thing with the with the three hours of nitro was just like. A guy can go out there and cut a 45-minute promo. Now, I know we've talked about certain companies and guys coming out there cutting 45-minute promos in the past. But it's just like a three-hour show. There you go. It's three-quarters of the show or a quarter of the show already happened. You know what I mean? It's like, but they folk. Looking at the time. And then, you know. And then the next you know is is damn like uh, but it started at eight o'clock, right? So it was like probably what ten forty five, and then they at the main event. But it was like it always ran over too. Yeah, it always ran over. So you didn't know the difference, but still they had three hours. Mm -hmm. But this right here, like no bull crap, dude. Like I'm sitting there. I didn't watch this like legit. I know <laughs> I know people enjoy watching this because I talk to people that enjoy watching this. Like I legit watched this raw. It took me two days to watch this raw. Cause I raw, believe it. I believe it. So like it's a chore. Like I'll go to sleep and it's like and then I'm like, damn, I, I slept or whatever. And then I'll look at it again and then I'm getting tired because I'm I don't watch the first hour, twenty minute episode, then probably two and a half matches. Whatever I'm not like I'm and I'm sure you agree too. Like I'm not trying to sit here and crap on the talent because the talent is there. It's definitely yeah right. Yeah. It's definitely not the talent. I've always expressed that WWE has the greatest roster in professional wrestling. There's yeah. a reason. There's a reason why they're on WWE because they're just amazing talents. You know yeah. what I mean? It's the largest wrestling promotion in the world for the last uh, what forty years probably close mm-hmm. to. So yeah. Uh, it's not the ro- just, it's not the roster. I, I know there's people out there that sit there and take certain words, twist them. I'm just gonna say r- the wrestlers there. I enjoy them. I enjoy them for years. I respect the work that they do because I do it as well. It's just the fact is like three hours is a long time, and the time that y'all are given, 
I respect it, but three hours is a long time. <laughs> it's a long time. And it seemed like they're just trying to produce anything possible to fill in those three hours just for right. this. And this right here is making me be like, listen, I don't want to watch Raw. I can watch SmackDown. I can watch Rampage. I can watch Dynamite. I can watch NWA if I wanted to. Just three hours too long. If you made it, if you made three hours like Nitro, then it'd be different. I'd be like, okay, well, I could watch this well, all day. Did you see the the diversity in Nitro at that time period? There was the cruiserweights. There was the, you know, there was the uh, just whatever regular regular wrestling. I don't know how to call it, but wrestling. But you know, the cru- there was the cruiserweight matches, which were basically the majority of that um, division was lucha libre guys. So you got that kind of stuff, and then there was just all sorts of interesting stuff. It wasn't necessarily terrible. It, yeah. it was good, you know what I mean. It, it kept your interest way more. And there was no picture in picture. That's the other thing. Oh, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. But I bet you, if they knew that back in the day, they would have. I'm just going. Uh, you know I'm right sure now. that Ted Turner <laughs> definitely would have. <laughs> so, absolutely. But it's all like you said, money. It's all money. Yeah. That's what it all boils down to. So. But anyway. I make this show. Like this, the little fingers do that, you know. <laughs> JR and uh, you know, comrade yeah. got the creative cash. We just gonna do the show with this, this, this. That's uh. what it's about. <laughs> you have anything else you want to throw out to tonight? Nah, man, we covered everything. I hope we uh, and entertain everybody. And uh, you know, just follow me at Showtime Marcel on Instagram on Twitter. Facebook, Marcel, chat with me, send me some messages, let me know how you like the show, and follow me on the shows. Like I said, I'm going to show up and wrestle this Saturday on the 18th. You check social media, I'll share that, and test the strength, and all PAPW joining together for the Big Gym show, and then Diesel Mania 5 on September 25th. Um, Fight TV listings will be advertised after the show, pre-taped. And don't forget, there will be uh, crap. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> it happens. It's good beer. It happens. It, it's the beer. And don't forget, there is a. This is what I, I remembered. There is an alley fights this coming Friday night, right? Uh, Paradise Alley Pro Wrestling alley fights. Go check the Paradise Alley Pro Wrestling uh, Facebook page. Check our Facebook page. Check out uh, at PWZ Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Okay, I got that right. And check out at the Rick Del Santo on Twitter. Uh, tweet me at Peter, uh, all that stuff. And at uh, PWZpodcast at gmail.com. And let's talk. Let's get some wrestling news. Let's do a Q&A, like uh, Marcel said. Let's get, some, let's get some feedback here, guys. I like talking to you guys, uh, maybe, sometimes. <laughs> unless you're going to drive me nuts. But that's the other thing. Anyways, folks, have a great evening. Yeah, be well, be safe, have a good night. Let's send them off, Rick.